0: Born sometime in March of 2001, Jack Livingston Davis is a hack. Jack has tried his hand at many fields within the arts, screenwriting, acting, juggling, but he has struggled to make anything of note and, frankly, stands still at the same level of mediocrity he has for years. So now Jack has decided to take a turn into film criticism, because anyone can do it, right? Wrong. Do not listen to this podcast. Robin. Yeah? what the heck are you doing? Oh, well, I'm just I'm just recording the introduction to your podcast.
1: I, I know I was I was listening in the other room. What the? This isn't what I wrote for you. Oh, I know. I just decided to make a few edits to it. You, you don't need to make any edits. It was it was it was fine before.
0: Uh, I just thought I could elevate the material a little bit. It was. You know, a bit droll if I say so myself.
1: What's this about me juggling? I haven't juggled since I was six years old.
0: Well, you weren't very good at it. Robin, I, I just
1: wanted you to record an intro for my podcast. You you rewrote the entire thing. What the heck, man? Well, if you weren't satisfied with my edits, you can try it yourself. I did. I did try it myself. I wrote a monologue for you to record. No need to. You know what? Forget it. Hi, I'm Jack. This is my podcast, Real to Real. Enjoy.
0: Well, that was rather droll.
1: This is real to real. Um, I'm Jack, and right now I have three quarters of fox hedge. I got Seamus, Nick, and Alana up in here. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing?
2: Good. Good, yeah.
1: Good. So, you guys, what was this thing you were just at? What was it for? It was just like a like a hand by the pound live stream type thing.
2: We were supposed to do like a it was like a ping pong competition. Slash a uh, little performance to okay. uh, just, like get spirits up. I don't know. Live shows are not happening. you know, Yeah, basically.
3: we had a um, we did the Instagram live setting where you could have like a little fundraiser down at the bottom. Okay, was, we were trying to raise money for the Marshall uh, Foundation. I'm not a. I, it was on Ham's account, so I'm not exactly sure what the end yeah. Was But
2: But we have raised um what how much like um a lot a a bunch of money (laughs)
3: uh. (laughs) yeah we've we've been selling CDs and stuff and yeah hundred percent yeah
2: hundred percent of the profits go to I think the first one was Black Visions Collective Mm, and then there's one it's like a long name but yeah
3: um, but no we were just trying we were playing a friendly game we wanted to jam out we did a. At the end, we kind of just combined bands and
2: we had a six-person... Oh, yeah, we played Heya and... <laughs> yeah, and we did Heya, Heya. yeah. Dude. Oh, my
1: gosh. When they did... Oh, that was one of the most, like, adrenaline experiences of my life when you guys did it at that um, house in Rome. Was it you guys playing and then it was Paul singing or something? Yeah, Paul. So that
3: singing. was actually... That was at Evan There is Yeah, that was at Evan's Evan. house. Yeah. He,
1: that
3: he is the guitarist,
1: lead singer, and Hand by the Pound. Yeah, that was like like the craziest basement show I've ever been to because it was just like people moshing over winter break. And it was like, i had like heard of, I'd seen Hand by the Pound. I'd heard of them. I heard of Sonic Bloom. And I'd heard of the others who were there, but like I'd never seen them. So I was just there for most of it. And it got like so crazy. Like everyone was just like freaking out. I thought it was so cool yeah (laughs) yeah that's so cool do you guys um do you guys like talk to these other bands a lot like sonic bloom ham by the pound and stuff like
2: um ham we're definitely close with ham
1: well i actually and alana
3: a while ago used to be in a band with evan quigley okay i was in a band with will for a while so like we've Got tight relations with all of them. We also, all three, all three of us did school rock, and like Evan was there, and Harvey was there. So we, okay. we basically know all of him yeah, by the time through like close friends
2: things. Yeah, I think out of all like the local bands that we play with, or just the bands in general that are like really popular around here. Ham is definitely like our our bestie. buddy, our bestie. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's cool.
3: We, we don't talk to a sonic Bloom and vendetta rose and those guys as much uh right. it's not because it's we don't like we have something against them or like they're yeah. just like we don't we're not like good buddies so we don't really converse every every once in a while but yeah. we yeah. definitely played shows with them in the past and it's all been cool and all that
1: that's cool yeah. i yeah i know S- school of rock is just so like i kind of know like Alana. i know like you and bella O'Kill. like i think you guys were both doing like School of Rock stuff or at least like Bella was?
2: Bella was. I wasn't yet. I didn't start School of Rock until I was like 16. Okay. But I've been playing guitar since I was 14. Really? But I didn't start singing until I was 16.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, School of Rock just seems like so crazy. Like all the people I know that have gone there and now they're just like in bands or they're going around and stuff like that. Like
3: Yeah, I feel like the generation that we were in at School of Rock or at least like us and then like a year or two below and a year yeah. or two above everyone in that kind of era was like really progressive with getting bands together and getting yeah. on the move not not older than us there was like well like ben ben piper like nikita yeah. and
2: oh yeah Makita's is awesome. yes. Yeah,
3: okay
0: actually that's the only band other than that there's nobody even our age or older that's true that i yeah. can think of yeah
3: yeah, but the, no, the, there were a couple of great bands that came out of School of Rock. The Fox Edge, you had like Hand by the Pound.
2: Makita. I it?
3: can't really think of anybody There's else.
1: Was Makita the fourth one that was there? I forget who the fourth band was. Yeah, oh, no. That was Cat Funk. They're, they they're, know, um, yeah,
3: there were a couple of guys from
1: Middletown. South. South, yeah. Okay. Who was the one that was all like instrumental? Was that Sonic Bloom or was that... No, yeah, that, that was Cat, Cat Funk. Funk. Okay, because they, they were just were like... They kind of just yeah, It was like, it was an interesting vibe. Like, it was just them, like, dun, 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 and people are just like vibing out. Like, yeah.
3: yeah, you know, you know the band like Wolfpack? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, they kind of, they're like uh, jamming like that. Like, they got like funky grooves and
1: all that. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Do you guys remember? I mean, I don't know if anyone, wrote, Seamus, do you remember Smoking Salmon? Yeah, with Frank Massa. Yeah, that's so, yeah. That, was so fun. that was like when I was playing hockey, like up until junior year, and it was yeah. like, Frank Massa, Murph, uh, Liam, and then I think Schwinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, they actually, I think like maybe the last show they played was the first show Fox Edge ever played yeah. at my. When oh, I, th- yeah. I had yeah. like a backyard. I, I had a backyard show. I wouldn't say party, but it was like a show. Yeah. Um, and we had like a little stage that my dad and I had, had built like a while back.
2: Uh, We sucked.
3: Yeah, it was a horrible. We We played the show and then we literally didn't play another one for like eight months because it
2: was so bad.
3: (laughs) bad. It was so bad. We had a whole name change and everything. We were like, we can't get back on stage like that.
2: (laughs) Our original name was called The Trophics. Like that, that was our band name for like a month. And then we decided to change it to Fox Hedge. I think.
1: I like Fox Hedge much more. Better. Oh, yeah, it,
2: it's way better. It definitely,
3: it for some reason, like, I know names, like, fit the band, but, like, it definitely fits our band.
1: Yeah, it, I agree. For whatever reason, like, I can't articulate why, but, like, I definitely think it fits for some reason. Yeah. But so you guys played this one show, and it was, like, I definitely wasn't there. Like, it was just, it was you a- know it was bad, or you felt like that, or... No, it was bad. We were,
0: we were probably... And we were beginners, Actually, really. We, yeah, like, that was like very early on.
2: I think that was the first time we ever covered songs. Cause sorry, Seamus, I'm gonna say this. Um, we were covering a song. We we're covering a Peach Pit song. Sixteen. Okay. Six- 17.
0: Seventeen.
2: And Seamus stops in the middle of the song he's like, nope, nope, we're done. And we had to, like, stop in the middle of our set and we we're like, okay, next song.
0: <laughs> so when I
2: tell you it was a little bit hard to watch, it was definitely hard to watch, but we definitely, I would say, improved. It was a show.
0: <laughs> it,
3: was, it was our first show after only, like, a month of being a band, like an actual <laughs> one. Yeah. So we didn't, I mean, I wouldn't say we have, like, like, it wasn't, we definitely had a crap ton more experience when we played our show the following, that show was in October, and then we played the our second show the following May. Okay. Oh, what's his name, this one? Max. Max. It was at Max's. Oh, Max. Yeah, Max's house.
1: Oh, wait, I might have, it was at Max's. I think yeah. I was, yeah, I think I might have been at that one, and then the next one I was at was at Evans, I think.
3: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I remember Max's was, like, very cool. Like, yeah. I feel like any any of his gatherings, I feel like, are just like very dope for whatever reason. we've we've played
3: his house a couple times, probably yeah, three. Oh, maybe four.
2: Four? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Around, probably around four this time. It's fun. I think it's just. He's like definitely a got a vibe. great
3: setup. He know. Well, the thing is, like, if you're hosting, you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I feel it. So he, he like that. He hundred percent definitely knows what he's doing. His dad's totally awesome too. Hey, hey,
1: sure. Mr. Portman's such a G He's so cool.
3: That whole family, they, they help with everything and, and Max is such like a he's a kind heart, so he, yeah. he helps us yeah. through everything. But Finn actually Finn, Finn and Max both helped organize the basement shows that they did.
0: Yeah, to cool. did a lot of work for that too.
3: <laughs> yeah, he did most of like the electrics and, <laughs> and you, setting Finn.
1: up all that.
2: Yeah. you and love you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd love to like organize some it didn't shake out last summer, but like I really wanna organize like a backyard thing, like yeah like so bad i feel like that would be so cool
3: well Even i mean if- this whole summer everything's looking real shaky with like what bars are going to be open and yeah going to be planned so backyard shows are going to be like all the rage
1: dude i'm like that would be so cool yeah backyard shows are honestly They're probably the best backyard sort of,
2: like, shows and basement shows i'm know, a big fan of basement i shows, love sure. basement yeah. shows because you just it's really get to street. see the reaction and i feel like also yeah people are more comfortable to just like dance around and just like go wild and I think like that we feed off of that and then we play a better performance yeah we interact with the crowd like that so I am a fan of both those kind of shows especially basement shows Mm because they're so much fun and they're gross and they're sweaty I know
1: yeah (laughs) it's so great I've never I like it, this isn't, like, bragging, because I feel like when I was about, I was about to be like, man, I sweat so much, and, like, that doesn't, like, it sounds, like, weird to say, but at the winter basement show, I was, like, like, I came out with, I think I, I had met someone there, and then, like, I just left, but I, like, remember leaving and being, like, why is my, like, why does it feel like I went to a water park? Like, it was so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
3: so, mean, that's how, that's how, like,
0: sometimes when
2: you're it. playing, your fingers get so sweaty, they start oh. to slide, and yes. you're, like, oh. The last
0: time we played the Max Portman's, it was so bad. It was so hot. Yeah. We were all I like
2: dripping.
0: We were like Bleh. I think that was yeah. probably the hottest show we played. Yeah, that was the hardest <laughs> one to play. Be
2: but at the same time, well we played
3: a show we played a show in full boiler suits. That was
2: horrific. <laughs> 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 finn was so adamant on us wearing like boiler suits and we ended up looking just like devo basically like <laughs> a crappy version of devo and it was
1: like it was a good idea what do boiler suits look
3: like
2: they're like
1: it was just like janitor like
2: like the janitor oh
1: like i think i saw a picture was on, on fox edge account of like alana in like a navy pro yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 okay
3: it, it's like it's it's a good idea.
2: It's but cute, like, but like God. in basement
3: shows when you're like in a hospital, oh no, it's just not it's good, good for
1: backyard. Really. It's not the yeah. It's
2: good for like if it's we decided to do a winter show outside. I'd be like boiler suit all <laughs> yeah. the way. Yeah,
3: like.
1: Yeah. I had like a Dickies like navy jumpsuit. I guess I call them jumpsuit, but like
3: right, they were all Dickie brand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I got it, and then it was in my dorm, and then like I went in my closet one day, and like it wasn't there. So like I don't know if like. My parents didn't like it. Like, some people on my floor didn't like it. So, I'm, like, I'm just trying to kind of think to myself, like, what might it have... All right. Yeah. Sabotage the. Yeah, it was, like,
0: dude, it was not.
1: I mean, it was only, like, 40. I bought it off the website. It was only, like, 40 bucks. But still,
0: it was yeah. not. I've gotten stuff stolen from doing laundry in, like, public places. And... Yeah. Oh. Uh. That's rough. Yeah, it's rough. They still come, They see towels because everyone uses towels. Uh, that's mm-hmm. rough.
2: Yeah, but yeah, it's a little nasty. They wait till yeah. it's clean, though. <laughs> uh, I see. They take they're it smart.
1: right out of the dryer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sh- yeah, they're smart. Yeah, but what if someone's, like, taking your shit out of your dryer, like, as you come in? You're like, oh, like, that's actually my, like, neon green shirt. It's not yours. Sorry.
2: <laughs> like, Can I have my shirt back, It's <laughs> hey,
1: my Navy Deggys boiler suit. Yeah, <laughs> I know it might have been, like, you might have thought it was yours, but it's actually, it's not. <laughs>
2: but
3: crazy
1: we have the same one. Yeah, that's, that's weird. But, dude, basement, yeah, like, I wanted to talk about that, too. That was, like, one of my notes. Like, just the, A, like, I know what you're saying about bombing because I feel like, like, I don't do stand-up, but, like, there's some classes at my school for it, and, like, I've wanted to look into that so much because, like, I listen to, like, Joe Rogan sometimes because nobody, like, will stop talking about him. So I'm like, okay, like, I'll make up and listen to him, whatever. Um, And then it's, like, he just talks about, doing stand-up because he's like a fighter and he does stand-up like he's so he's so like multifaceted. but he talks about like bombing and how like yeah like success is failure training but like also bombing in the moment feels like like the worst thing ever and it's just like yeah
2: i almost cried once (laughs) i was so embarrassed at brighton i was having such a bad day not my day and we i I don't think any of us could hear a thing, and from, like, our point of view, everything sounded so distorted that I wanted to, like, run off the stage and cry. I mean, obviously, I didn't, yeah. but I was so embarrassed because it was, like, packed. Brighton was packed, and it just sounded so bad, and I remember my mom telling me, my mom was there, actually, at that show, and she was like, it wasn't that bad and then i was like <laughs> oh god you look like fools out there yeah so you know, it's kind of like it really all depends on your environment really and i think experience I feel like some things are inevitable like that like it was it's hard to hear at that,
1: that then, place yeah that yeah. venue, yeah.
2: it's it's kind of hard to hear
1: yeah i like brighton brighton's interesting it's cool but
2: i think um i think we've definitely improved
1: <laughs> oh yeah like that. <laughs> i know really like from like i would not even say anything negative about you guys at like max's house but i know when i saw you at that winter show like like people were going freaking nuts and it was just like like i feel like you guys had really like nailed down the vibe and stuff like that like i
0: thought it was like it was yeah. excellent. It was, it was kind of a process of learning how to use the crowds energy. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that we definitely learned how to do that to a degree yeah.
2: i also think that big advantage was we were practicing so much that we knew those songs like 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 the back of our hand and we still do but we were i think we were probably we spent a lot of time recording our second album and we spent a lot of time practicing that music um it's kind of just comes naturally like right now we haven't been together like this is the first time We're going to be back together and Finn's going to be with us like next, like this next week and it's going to be like go time.
1: Are you guys doing like a live thing or like a over, over Instagram or something?
2: Well, he's going to be back in the States, um, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Possibly. So we'll probably see him eventually that week and we'll probably start practicing because we have a lot of new ideas for music. Yeah.
1: That's totally, that's super cool. I was going to ask you guys, like, what the um, – because, i dude, I meant to do – it I was, like, meant to do my Fox Edge homework yesterday because I was just, like – I was trying to, like, prep. I wanted to be, like – have things like, – you always, like, don't want to run out of stuff. So I was, like, all right, I'm going to listen to, like, every song. And then I didn't do it yesterday. So, like, from, like, 12 to, like, 3.20 today, I was kind of just, like, doing different <laughs> Fox Edge-related stuff. So, um, yeah. I was going to ask you guys, like, the difference – Cause I think I picked on, up on stuff like the difference between um, like in the mountains and coast to coast, like what the kind of like conceptually and like the vibe of the music, um, like albums yeah. or what were you saying? The albums. Yeah. yeah. Um. They're very different.
2: The second
1: different. Uh,
3: the second album. I don't know. I think Home Again. It definitely. It's like it's it's a lot more.
1: Oh yeah, not coast to coast. Home Again. Sorry. <laughs>
3: No 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 yeah we know. yeah we so got you. Yeah, cool. Um no home again I feel like the album cover like almost directly represents all the music that is inside. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at it you're expecting like a nice little groovy surfy lighthearted album mm-hmm. and like that's kind of what we put yeah. out. And like realistically that album was a bunch of ideas that were
2: created separately yeah and then like brought it, together. it was
3: all kind of stuff it was similar to the first album but in terms of the way we wrote them and had them come together the first album we wrote like all together more or less yeah it was, like we had a basic chord structure mm-hmm. we showed it to the band and then you know go off of it from there whereas the second album everyone was kind of away we were like I am the youngest, I'm a year behind school, behind everyone. Okay. Everyone, they, these guys were all at college and I was still home. So all four of us were in like a, we were not together. So it was yeah. kind of hard um, going into the second album, but in terms of like writing, we had a good amount of stuff that we could build off of. So yeah. once we all came back from college, we had ideas. And we kind of just like rolled with it for a month into, until we were ready to record.
1: When did was, you guys put out Home Again again?
3: Home Again was December uh, 8th. Yeah. And then okay. In the Mountains was actually only like, it was like December 12th or something. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, what usually happens is we record over the summer. We get it mixed and mastered in the fall. And then we usually have it ready to go after you know maybe after like one or two singles released we we have the whole album ready to go by like december time yeah it's a it's a it's a process but you know i think it it happens (laughs) we get there
2: i think we're gonna switch it up this next time um we have a plan of doing maybe like two small like eps with like six songs on one six on on another and maybe a few singles too um I think that's like what because we're we want to focus more on just like really making good music and not rush it out because sometimes you get in the habit where you're like okay we're back we gotta go 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 yeah,
1: like as soon as yeah. possible yeah. yeah
2: but it's also about you know making sure that this is the best that we can put out there
3: so like out uh for home again like when we got back like we still had songs that we were working on and like like literally starting to write like just days before we actually went into the studio. And, like, oh really? That's awesome. Yeah. Like songs like um, Pete songs House. like Pete's House Pete's and House. like yeah. more like songs I like that. Um,
2: song for Actually,
3: her. yeah. Well, yeah. Song for her. We never played like ever. <laughs> that was just yeah. But yeah, and stuff like that. And then also like with um. Um, I'm not going to use last names, but for our instrumentalists that we brought in from outside for on mornings, we had Paul.
1: um, Yeah, I was just, I was literally just going to say, because I was looking through stuff today and I was like, oh, mornings. And I was like, wait, Paul's on it. And then I listened to it and it was like so dope, like just the piano or whatever it was. I was like, that was crazy. So yeah,
3: that was just, it was just like a piano um, cello instrumental that I had had an idea for. I brought it to Paul because I knew he he he's such an advocate for um, being like part of the music community. He he like absolutely loves to play, and he mm-hmm. always told me how he wanted to like you know get on a track or something. So I was yeah. like like Let's do it! I'm gonna bring this idea to you." And he just wrote the entire thing himself. He had it all. Really? He went to the studio. It took him only like five takes, something like that, and it was just banged out, and he was done. That's he crazy. Was- um, and then Char- uh, Charlotte, yeah, she played um, Shax- sax on our song "Pools." Okay. She was incredible. I was not actually there for the recording. I yeah. was at work, and I pulled up right as she was pulling away. But the final, same with her. Like she wrote everything herself. Like we handed her the the track, and she mm-hmm. did everything. Like, she even make told us. Up. Yeah, she told <laughs> us in the beginning. She was like, "I'm not. I'm not. Like I've never done." um what do you call it i've never improvised or like written she's she's told us that she had only kind of you know done like sheet music and all that stuff yeah And like hey wow that was like the first time she's written yeah Yeah. (laughs) she was like she was like like, like, anything you give us just go for it and she did it and it sounded absolutely incredible yeah it sounded really professional but those two guys those two guys were definitely amazing
1: yeah charlotte it's funny because i obviously like i knew both of them somewhat well like paul i played hockey with
3: yeah like they were both Part of yeah. Our
1: class, yeah and then Charlotte I was like I had like a weird experience with the VPA at RBR like I was a studio art major for freshman and sophomore year and then I found out like after doing art for like 15 or 16 years like I didn't like like drawing and crap like that so like I was just like why have I done this for and like Bella did it and it was like all these people that were so into it and I like looked at it I realized like oh I'm like not the same as these people at all like i don't i don't feel that way about like oh that's cool
0: i like the picture
1: <laughs> um but yeah i realized i didn't like it and then junior year i took a year off and then senior year i did drama and it was like that was how i kind of like got back into acting and then charlotte was in the um you you probably know what i'm talking about the vpa things where like drama creative writing and all the music majors mm-hmm. would come together um
3: oh yeah like the showcase yeah. Um, fe- yeah I feel yeah I feel what they're called but I know what you-
1: yeah like just for just for each other yeah. and I know Charlotte did Charlotte's probably won like so many things just for sax. like I think she was going to Michigan State or whatever for yeah, 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 yeah yeah and I saw her do something and I was just like like she was just like tweaking out on the saxophone like sitting down I was like I was like you can like do that with an instrument like she just went so nuts it was so yeah. good
3: no, she's, she's amazing. Both of them are.
1: Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. But home, home Again, you said it was more... or Which one you said had more of a through line? Like you kind of tried to make all the songs kind of similar to... Not similar to each other, but more like...
2: I guess Home Again. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, we didn't
3: purposely try and have them all have like a...
0: Yeah, it wasn't a, a genre or anything. We've made some like decisions based on, well, this doesn't sound like us, and we've made those kind of decisions, but we didn't really aim for anything, I guess. I think okay. it just
2: like at that time, I think like that was kind of like the influence that I think we were listening to a lot of stuff like that. And also, yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of things that we write are like based on like what we do, so like I think that that also. Um, sure yeah i used to surf but um but yeah so i honestly like we have so many ideas for the new stuff i really don't know where it's gonna head because yeah. we always start I'm off curious.
3: i think the new album is gonna be more like the first album where it's a, a bunch of different
2: well <laughs> i think i think we're gonna that. group like a lot of the stuff together and i think we're gonna be a little bit more experimental that, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah 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 i think um, so i hope finn lets loose yeah
2: <laughs> finn let loose
1: is
0: we're he- we're
3: going to get Finn on the keyboards for oh, a yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, like, I think yeah. like in all of the interactions I've had with him, I've probably heard, like, 20 words come out of Finn's mouth. Yeah, that's- yeah he's
2: a, he's that's a silent Finn.
1: guy. He's a quiet guy. He's cool. I like, I lo- yeah, I love seeing him perform, too. Yeah, he's, a very,
2: he's
3: a very nice guy. Yeah.
1: yeah. We've definitely, over the,
3: I know us three, I mean, we knew each other a lot from the School of Rock and all that. <laughs> um and like finn coming into the band i only knew him from wrestling yeah and at that point we weren't even like super super tight it was just like we were you know like guys on the wrestling yeah. team together. um
1: i totally dude i like totally forgot you did wrestling but like i knew that like
3: well, no, I did it sophomore and junior year, and I got a concussion. Yeah, Finn halfway gave through. Concussion. Yeah, actually, Finn gave me a concussion. <laughs> oh, <really>? through. Yeah, <laughs> through. junior year. It was fate. And then I just I I took I I stopped all sports senior year because I wanted to focus on music and then also college and stuff.
1: That's cool. Isn't conditioning for wrestling like unhuman? Like, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah You have
0: to like count everything you eat and drink. That's how you. Yeah. But I yeah
3: in ter- in terms of the albums and the difference in sound I think it's like easily explainable by the first album it's just a great representation of us like getting together as a new band and writing a bunch of songs that don't really have like a purpose together they're yeah. just like ideas that we have Yeah, and in the second album was more of like we are a band, we've been a band for like a year or two, I forget how long it was two years I think like two years actually at the point. Two years. It was like two years by the time almost like two months off from two years cool. by the time we recorded our second album. And that was more like we had like a like we all like were feeding off of each other and we had ideas that we knew where we kinda wanted it to go. Yeah.
2: It was very easy process, I have to say. It's very like the collaboration just is very yeah, simple.
3: It rolls cool. out. There's not there's not normally like
2: <laughs> I don't think um, we've ever had a band fight. I was well, fine.
0: I think that's fun. Yeah. Have I'm trying to think. I don't think we
2: have. I haven't. Maybe I well, wasn't no, here. I
3: don't. It. I don't think it's a band fight. I mean, we we definitely like argue over, or maybe not argue, yeah, but we, we've we've really definitely had much. some opposing sides when it comes to what should sound like what, but yeah. it's just resulting in like a five minute conversation of just like points, maybe a little argument, and then like
1: that's it. It's, like, resolved. I get that. Yeah,
3: no, it's, like, it's kind of over. No
1: fight. Yeah,
3: no, no, we're, we don't, don't really, we have no reason to fight, so we don't fight.
1: Yeah.
2: But, I also think we're all, like, super, like, mellow people. Like, we, I mean, we personally, like, I, like, like, yeah. to say I'm, like, an introvert slash extrovert. Like,
1: Me I do That's like. exactly how I just descri- I always say I'm both. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> I feel like everyone in this band is kind of, like, silent a lot. We just kind of, like, sit. And we don't say anything sometimes. It's like for like a half an hour <laughs> that, and everyone's yeah. just vibing. <laughs> there was a part
0: when we were practicing, I guess for the first song, when we just kind of just it was just like a rehearsal. We're like all so we mellow. We're just like we're just like so, <laughs> <We're> just
2: like <laughs> so mellow, I think.
0: We've gotten out of that. Some
3: rehearsals will 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 literally be like it'll just be the song name, like what song we want to do next, and yeah. then we'll play it and that'll that'll be all we talk about. <laughs>
2: yeah just
3: I think we're quiet folks. yeah I mean it's as in terms of like we've gotten better about that yeah in terms of like as like as long as everyone's happy nobody really has any
1: yeah there's no like there's no I forget I was reading something and it's like um it got recommended to me like that four agreements book or something and it was like it was something about like planting seeds in your mind so like if you're if every day like you practice being like an agreeable person and like um just like kind of like vibing and like being like water and stuff like that then it's going to be harder for like negative seeds to get planted in your head because I guess like you don't have like the soil for that or whatever so it's like that's so yeah I just remember reading that and I was like that's profound as hell but
3: yeah
1: yeah, that's cool though yeah I like I I think both the albums are very different but like I would kind of like Like, I don't, I don't think either of them is like lacking in anything, but they're definitely different. So I think it's like a cool, I think it's cool that you said the third thing might be kind of like the first, where you're just trying to like get different things together and put it out. I think that's cool.
3: Yeah. Well, our, our whole plan for that is to, we're not going to record this summer.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: We're,
3: we're, we're going to write like a lot of music probably rent like 20 songs 25 like yeah a high a high high number of songs yeah
2: start grouping them yeah
3: and almost turn them into small eps like maybe a, a mini like album not as long as our other ones but mm-hmm. and then like singles with like two or three songs on them yeah yeah but we're we're planning on having a catalog that we can withhold from the public i feel like we're not the best at doing that we're like we record music and then as soon as we record it it's like immediately get it out yeah whereas like if we have a a ton of songs that we wrote over the summer perfected them to our best ability and then record them over winter and then have those to then release over the next year until we get a chance to record again instead of just dropping one big pile of stuff and then just Letting it all die out until we get another thing
1: going. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you could do like a Fox Hedge white album, like four records or something, but like that.
3: Yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, uh, yeah. What were you gonna
1: say? What? Oh, I thought I thought Nick was gonna say. That. I paused, but. Uh, uh.
2: You don't have to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I did nothing. Didn't have to say anything. <laughs> oh, cool.
1: All right. Yeah, I was just gonna say it seems like, like if you did drop it all at once like that would be something to do but isn't it more couldn't you like almost guarantee people are definitely going to listen to it if you drop it in like bits like you were talking about because it's like easier for them to consume i guess
3: yeah it's also i mean it definitely has stuff to do with like the days of streaming and Mm -hmm. how the whole concept of albums and do people actually listen to all of it or do they select like their favorite three and then just those on a playlist or something Mm um but, like, if you look at all of our numbers that we have through Spotify and iTunes and whatever streaming services, all of our singles, like, do great because it's, it's one song that people are going to listen to. It's one new song that people are going to listen to until they get sick of it. Yeah. Like, we released a whole album. People have 12, 14 songs that they can listen to, but they're probably only going to listen to eight and then find their favorite one, maybe listen to it not as much as they would the single and then
2: that'll
3: kind of be it yeah, yeah. it's it's more of a, it's more of a matter of like um promotional strategy i guess you would mm-hmm.
1: say yeah totally 100 percent. yeah that's cool what do you guys like i know what i i want i wanted to ask about like performing too like i know what i get from performing and like i also related to the thing you were saying about like outside versus inside like kind of like the basement show versus the backyard show like when I've done stuff that's like um I don't know like in the RBR place or like I did some stuff at Two River Theater like it's inside and there's like people all around you and like I know like acting stand-up comedy and stuff it's like you can you can almost like feel the audience with you like you you kind of like know how they're going so you like vibe off that. But, um, like, do you, what do you guys, I know what I get as, like, an audience member at the basement shows, like, what do you guys get as, like, performers? Like, does the audience fuel you, or is it kind of, like, just you guys doing your own thing, independent of the audience?
2: Um, I think, <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting
0: question. That's a pater
2: question.
0: Yeah. A pater? Wait, what? Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever heard of the flow state? No. You'd you'd find that interesting. It's basically how some performers, when they like get in, like when that happens, yeah, get into it. When there's like other people like listening to them, or if they're just getting into it by themselves, they'll just do a lot better. And they like kind of like gain some weird consciousness where they're kind of out. of It's like an out of the, out of uh out of person moment. Yeah, and that happens a lot with our kind of, our our kinds of shows at basements and that kind of thing. Yeah. And yes, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a lot to do with the audience.
2: I think you start yeah. to forget about playing like the specifics of what you're doing and it then just becomes like this motion and I would say it becomes like a very emotional thing because you're feeding off the emotions that you're getting from the audience and then you kind of just like get lost in it and then you don't have to think about anything because you know you're doing a good job you know that you're getting the reaction that you want or even a better reaction than you thought you would and that already gives you this boost of confidence where you don't even have to like because sometimes what I do is like I overthink things and then I mess up yeah find out like if I don't do that and I just kind of let things flow I never have to worry about messing up
1: yeah I get that like kind of trusting yourself I've gotten that same thing with like acting too not that I'm like you guys are probably more into music than I am into acting but it's just like kind of like something I I like doing like when I can and like I did some stuff here and there but like the best directors I've had they know that I'm like this compulsive like overthinker and that like if like I got no notes from this like one director when we were doing Macbeth at Two River and it was like no notes is like a good thing it means like you're like she, you're. She's not paying attention to you because she feels fine about you. But I would go to her every day. I'd be like, um, "Sarah, is like, is everything okay? Like, I realize, um, I realize you're not giving me any notes. Like, I don't like, what the fuck is up with that? Like, is everything cool?" And then she'd just be like, "She'd be like, yeah, like, you're cool. Just like, don't focus on it." So I get like, it's kind of interesting. Like, if I just trusted myself, I probably would have put out a better performance because I was always thinking about like, what everyone else thought about what I was doing. And there was a guy in the same play as me who kind of did think like that. And I could tell, like, when he was working, he was just, like, kind of like Nick was talking about. Like, he was just, like, in that place. Because if you're thinking about, like, how you're doing what you're doing, it's impossible for you to go to that place, like, I feel like.
2: I actually, like, last night, I was watching this video. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And I was watching this video of Grimes playing a show in like 2012 and I was like whoa this girl is so cool because she didn't she was so in her like zone and and she like messed up a few times but it didn't feel like she messed up because she was so into what the crowd how the crowd was responding Mm -hmm. and she even though she goofed up she was making like she was making fun of it in a good way that made the crowd even more like rowdy and even more like involved in her music and I was just like that's a great example of someone who is so confident and like in their performance and that's like something that you know I think every single one of us like wants to work on mm-hmm. so I just like that just kind of reminded me of that I just saw yeah
1: it. there's something someone told me about um like just in performing in general like if you're doing like a monologue or a scene with someone like I never wrap my head around this ever but like if you mess up it's possible that the audience will never find that out as long as you don't go like like what because i've seen people like doing like a monologue or a scene or something and they like forget one word and then their mind like tramples backwards they're like oh i forgot a word or something and this is like happening in real time in front of the audience and you're like oh shit like it's kind of over but if you just like that other guy like if you just like power through and do what you're doing and someone's like oh dude like that was really good. But like, you forgot this line, just like amend that later. And you'll be like, Oh, yeah, like, whatever. Like, it's totally, it's all in your head. And I like never got my head around that. Hey, guys, this is Jack. Thank you for listening. Um, If you liked what we had so far, I have part two coming to you next Friday. So come back then. Thanks.